Hello and welcome to the Crying Burns Calories podcast. I'm your host, Katie Saltzman, personal trainer, nutrition coach, entrepreneur, creator, and expert in teaching women how to take back control of their health, their mindset, and their happiness. Most of you know me as a nutrition coach, but this podcast and this platform is going to be so much more. This is a place where I want to be able to talk about it all. Yes, of course, health and fitness, but also relationships, social media, adulting, hormones, just life. I want this podcast to cover all the ups and downs, and I want you to know that you're not alone. Ultimately, I'm here to give you the confidence to break through what's holding you back, to embrace who you fully are and show up authentically in life. Because life is messy. It's not perfect and it's not meant to be. So grab your wine, a drink, or if you're like me, that chocolate or that ice cream, because it's time to take our stories and the things we go through and make them our superpower. It's time to laugh, cry, learn, and understand that we are all in this together. So let's dive in. So on this episode, I want to dive a little bit more into emotions and how they can affect us and how we handle them, right? Emotional stress, emotional anxiety, and also emotional paralysis. This is something that I experienced recently that I've never experienced to this level or this extent before. And it was really scary for me. And I think it's important that I talk about it and just share my story around that because it it was something it was one of those things where I wouldn't have known how to talk somebody through it until I actually went through it on my own because I've never reached that point where I truly couldn't get out of bed in the morning. I couldn't get myself motivated. Like one foot in front of the other seemed impossible. And I also didn't know how to talk about it or formulate it. I'm very much one of those people where I I feel like I'm always a soundboard for women, for friends, for family, and I love that. But I also have a very hard time formulating when I'm struggling. And that was a big mistake I made going through. It was keeping it very private. And also, I, I want to share about it because it was so scary for me to go through it, but scary for me to share that, hey, I'm not doing well emotionally. I'm in a position that I, I haven't, I didn't know how to handle. And I wasn't, when I was in that moment, I wasn't at all ready to share about it, but I definitely am now. And this happened pretty much the whole month of January for me. After obviously moving, realizing that I wasn't getting my things, and then also understanding the stress that I came out of when I was in Michigan. So starting to share and open up with you more about that, like being in a pretty emotionally abusive situation and coming to Colorado and just really wanting this safety, this freedom, this fun, I didn't realize how much I still had to heal from that situation and how much you know, triggering and trauma that I was going to go through. And December it was a, December was sort of like a fake it till you make it month. And then January, I hit this point of like true emotional paralysis is the best way that I can describe it. I was so overwhelmed with the idea of simple tasks. I was so overwhelmed with the day to day. I couldn't put anything together. Trying to 
go for a walk seemed overwhelming, right? And like, so you, there's, there's emotional anxiety and emotional stress. And then you reach a point where it's sort of like emotional paralysis and there's going to be different, different levels of it, but it's like energy depleting. It is soul crushing. You feel anxiety, depression, fear of the future, thinking about the past while sort of having this all consuming guilt of not being enough. And it was it was honestly mind-blowing to be in a position like that while also being a coach because you want to, not at all, I don't put myself on a pedestal at all. I, I always try and have this really human connection, this honesty, this truth conversation behind it. But it's like, how can I help other people if I can't help myself? And that was a really scary position for for me to be in. And now that I'm out of it, I feel like I want to speak on it because I think that there are a lot of people and women going through this and not speaking on it enough. You know, we we talk about like the feeling of not being not being motivated or not being able to get it together. And um, I think again, I think it goes in different extremes. But I want to walk you through just sort of my experience with it and what I had to do to get through it. Because I think in our head, especially if you're very weight-driven, very maybe you're in a position where you're a lot more self-conscious of where you're at right now, where losing weight or dieting or feeling healthier is really important to you, but that isn't even, that's like not even an option, right? The idea of, you know, starting a diet or, you know, working out four or five times a week, it's like, it's hard enough to get out of bed and roll out of bed. How would I ever, how would I ever do that? You know, it's like going from A to Z. And when you're in this really emotional state, where do you even start? You know, for me, it's having the conversation with you of, I could tell you, I could tell you where to start. I could tell you like, oh, this is what you should be doing for your goals. But none of that is helpful when you're going through an, when you're in a serious, deep emotional state. So what I want to do is like bring a little bit of realness to the situation on like, Katie, what do I do when I physically have trouble getting out of bed in the morning? Like that's a much deeper conversation and one that needs to be had. Or what do I do when I'm feeling so emotionally triggered that all I want to do is, is use food to feed to feed that void. You know, what do I do if I'm feeling so lonely and depressed and I'm in just this like spiral of guilt and self-worth? Talking about diets and talking about nutrition and carbs, those those aren't the conversations we need to be having. It's peeling back the onion and going a lot deeper on what do we need to do on an internal level first? And then we can see more external results that we want. And I say external results, and I don't even mean weight. I mean, sometimes we just want to feel better. We want to look happier and healthier. We want to feel more confident in our skin. We want to look in the mirror and see what we love. And if we're dealing with so much internal turmoil, we're never going to, we're never really going to get to where we want to be. So I want to take time on this episode to dive a little bit deeper into what do you do when you're feeling so emotionally freaking charged, overwhelmed, stressed, anxious, paralyzed, because this is something that so many of us feel and we don't talk about it. So like, let's have a conversation about it, right? And I, when I was going through it, it was very much like, why am I going through this? And now 
that I'm through it. Luckily, it was like a shorter phase for me. It's like, this is why I went through it because this needs to be freaking talked about. Like mental health, emotional health has to be talked about because we're this industry and this culture that we're in is trying to fix mental and emotional problems with physical results. And that just doesn't happen. That's like a math equation that does not add up. So um, I I was l- lucky that I did have you know trust in a couple people to really start opening up to them about the situation. And you know, on social media, it's not that I kept things from you on social media. It's that I had to really protect my energy and still be able to show up for my clients and myself in some ways. Um, I didn't show up for myself in a lot of other ways that I just had to put on the back burner. But when you're in sort of like going through it, it's hard to really formulate or talk about. But I would say one of one of the biggest things that I did and lessons that I had to learn was it's okay to be in that position. You know, for me, I went from being in Michigan in a relationship that I was really happy in that I thought I was happy in. I was teaching six classes a week. I was, you know, strength training five days a week. I was honestly at my leanest, the most confident, the strongest I had felt in so long. And then all of this change happened, right? I got knocked down all like there was a huge shift in, in the relationship. And I didn't realize how much of me and how much of who I am was tied into that. And life was crazy for a couple of months. Then I decided to move to Colorado and it got even crazier. So I went from just being this super active person that felt like her life was together to not having any of my stuff, to not having access to a gym, not teaching classes, barely being able to go for a walk each day. You know, for me, movement is medicine, but I wasn't able to even... I, I, I don't I don't know how to explain it, I guess. I don't even know how to put it into words. I wasn't even able to get out of bed to to be able to do that. And this like massive feeling of guilt and like, who are you? You're a trainer, you're a nutrition coach. What is wrong with you? Like, get your acts together, Katie. Th- these are the conversations I was trying to have with myself. And it was spiraling me downward even more. Because every single day I'd look in the mirror and be like, who do you think you are? Like you don't deserve to have this like health and wellness business when you're struggling so much right now. Like these are the thoughts that were in my head. Um, And I'll be honest, I'll be super honest that I had, like I called my parents at one point and was like, I really truly think I'm struggling with depression because I've never had this feeling before. And you know, I, I talked with one of my coaches and, and you have choice to like spiral down or spiral up. And it's very easy for us to just spiral down and keep going. And that's what I was doing because of the way I was talking to myself and because I was trying to run from these emotions. I was trying to say, this isn't good to be feeling this emotion and this is a negative thing and you should be better than this. And I was putting up these walls instead of dealing with the actual emotion, I was choosing guilt, fear, shame, all of the other things. And it was taking me downward even more and even more. So the number one thing I did was accept that I was feeling that way and lean into it. I let myself cry. I can't tell you the amount of times that I broke down in January. Like we're talking breaking down in a bedroom with an air mattress and your dog sort of breakdowns. And I let myself really work through some of these emotions 
And I also let myself be by myself, probably to an unhealthy extent, to be honest. Like I really secluded myself in January. But it was the thing where I'm a distractor, right? I distract myself with social media, with connections with other people, conversations with other people, Netflix, whatever it might be. I love to give and then I have nothing to give back to myself. And I it it had been a long time since I had just sat in silence and sat by myself. And I think it's something that most of us don't know how to do because it's freaking uncomfortable. When you sit with yourself, you have to start to say, these are the things that I did wrong. This is where things went off track. And you really start to have to understand your patterns, your habits, your behaviors, not just right now as an adult, but also understanding that these go back to childhood. This is like, you know, we're dealing with childhood trauma. We're dealing with ways we have kept ourselves safe our entire life. And those really come to light when you sit with yourself and when you start to understand that. And I just said, you know what, running from these feelings and emotions is not working. It's making things worse. So how do I work through them? And it was truly working through every single trigger instead of covering it up. Let it come up. What do I need to give myself to get through this? Like how how do I just put one foot in front of the other? Let myself cry it out to the point where I have no tears left. That actually feels good. And then when I'm done with that, like really practicing self-love and being like, you needed to let yourself do that. You know, what do you need to heal? Having these really honest conversations that I'd never had before and also being really freaking truthful with myself because it's really easy to blame other people in your life for certain things when there are things that I did wrong too. And there are things that I really needed to work on that I wasn't, I wasn't doing the hard work. I was distracting And really leaning into the emotion was the number one thing that started to shift it. I no longer feel guilty for crying or feeling a certain way. Let myself feel that way. Give myself love. Let myself cry it out. What do I need to to heal from this and be able to move on in life and just continue to evolve? You know, we we talk about evolution so much and like who who we want to be as women. And if you don't lean into how you're feeling and work through things that have been holding you back and have really honest conversations with yourself, you're never going to see that true evolution and growth. And I was always, you know, I've worked with so many coaches in the industry and just networked with so many women. And I've seen so many women just have this exponential growth. And I have, I've had that too. And I'm sure there are people out there that are thinking that about me, but I've, I've always known that like mindset is my biggest block and it's really what's been holding me back. And January really brought that to life of like, well, yeah, I've just been distracting with so many things and not actually working through it. Um, So number one, the first thing was to just be really honest with myself and really lean into those emotions to let myself heal. The second thing um, was what is one thing I can do each day? I didn't strength train. I don't think all of January. Like I I, I think I shared in another episode, I'm probably in the course from... October to end of January, I put on eight or nine pounds just just out of the fact that my lifestyle shifted so much. It went from being so active to not active at all. Uh, mixed with a, a lot of stress and trauma I was dealing with, which, you know, the body holds on to that. And I, working out seemed like too much of a task. 
But it was like, what was one thing I could do each day to just make me feel a little bit better? And I really tried to celebrate that. So if that was a walk with Tucker for two miles in the sunshine, which like, let me tell you, walking in the sunshine, in general, movement is medicine. I say that all the time. Walking is the easiest form. But walking in the sunshine, there's there's something magical about that. Um, so I would celebrate that even if it was two miles each day, was I used to hitting 10 K a day? Yeah. But if that meant I hit four or five, guess what? I still did that. And I would celebrate that some days I felt like maybe, maybe I'm ready to put on music. Maybe I'm ready to put on music and dance around because sometimes look, these, these tactics that we use to get through things or to have fun or to shift your energy, these seem really great, but we're not always in a space where we can allow that into our life. So asking yourself the question of what's one thing I can do today to feel good, whether that's taking four deep breaths, something as simple as that. You need the low-hanging fruits. You need the little wins to say, okay, this is what I can do and I can accomplish this. And it might look so different. Like doing 10 minutes of stretching on the floor looks so different from what my routine used to be but not comparing it to what it used to be because guess what? I'm in a completely different emotional state and if I don't honor that, then I'm never going to get through this. Um, another thing is just like finding what really makes you, what makes you feel good. Um, you know, and I, I got in this really bad habit of scrolling on social media and I think so many of us are in the same position. Again, it's a distracting tactic. It's a safety tactic of let me put what I need to work through in other people. Let me distract myself so I don't have to think about what's actually going on inside my head and inside my body. Um, but again, releasing that and saying, okay, this actually isn't making me feel good. So what would like, I found so much, um, it with so much with music. Um, and, and it's, it's sort of been this like massive variety of music that I've brought into my life. And sometimes it's really like slow. And sometimes it's like the love songs and other times it's the crazy hip hop that I need to dance to, but finding what makes you feel good, the little things in between and just cherishing those and cherishing those moments, even if it's two or three minutes a day to be able to, to be able to do that, to be able to get outside and, you know, maybe put your feet in the grass and do a little bit of grounding and have the sun on your face. Or maybe that's starting your morning with, um, with some music and a little bit of dancing and just like being silly and laughing at yourself. It's going to look different for each person, but moments like that are so important. And we put these big expectations on ourselves to, we're either in this emotionally charged state or we're crushing it and doing all these things to really reach our goals. And, and we're, we're missing this like really beautiful stage where we need to just honor where we're at and give ourselves grace and give ourselves love. Because if not, we're always back, forth, back, forth, back, forth. And, and what that does every time we go back and forth is it knocks us down even more. It takes our self-worth even lower. It makes our emotional state even more charged or makes us feel maybe even more emotionally paralyzed. And we're missing this in-between state where we're actually healing and giving ourselves love and honoring what our body needs to be able to get to a stage where we can you know, crush our goals. I'm just getting to the stage just in this last two weeks where I've started to work back in strength training, truly since November. I, there are no words for how hard that is for me when for years I've been doing strength training every single day. Again, I've never been in a position where I've been emotionally paralyzed. And this is why I think it's important to talk about it. There, 
for some, for some people, four months of strength training going without that wouldn't be a thing. For me, it was the most devastating thing you could possibly imagine because that was part of who I am. My identity was so hardly tied to being a trainer and, you know, feeling strong that, and I didn't even realize it really until, um, until this happened. So I, again, I, I'm, I'm sharing my story and I know everybody's stories looks different of, of what you get paralyzed on. But I think in general, it, it doesn't really matter what it is. It's so important to go through these stages to be able to get ourselves to a place of true healing and true health to move forward in our life and to see that evolution. And I think the last thing that I want to say, and I want you to know just with every, every ounce of you, and this is something that was so important, it, it shifted, it shifted me the last couple of months is that I, I have everything I need inside of me to overcome it. And you do too. And please know and understand this is that you truly have everything that you need inside you to get through this, but have those honest conversations with yourself, lean into those emotions, choose to heal instead of to guilt and shame Choose to step back from what you need to step back from and set boundaries so you can be in a better position because most of us aren't setting the boundaries that we need to be able to do it. Yes, was I in a position where it was lucky that I could sort of be very inclusive with myself, like very shut down? Yes, I was able to do that probably easier than it would be if you have, you know, a family and all of these things going on. But I really don't think it matters the position that you're in. It just matters that you know, you know, actually what, what you really need to do. You know what you need to lean into. You know what you've been avoiding. You know what your safety nets are. And because of that, you have everything you need inside you to overcome it. And I say that in the most encouraging way. And I want you to lead with that. Like if you're in this position where you're feeling this emotional overwhelm and emotional paralysis, Um, Know that I understand and you are not the only one at all and you 100% can work through this and get through this and know that I'm here for you in every single way, this podcast, this platform, this community to support you through that, but really have that honest conversation of what do you need to get through this, to move through this, to evolve into the woman that you want to be because when you're in the middle of it, damn, it's hard. And it feels like it's never going to end, but it will. And you'll come out of it so much stronger if you truly lean into it and know that this is temporary um, and you have everything that you need to get through this this state and this phase in life um, and honor that. So I I hope this episode helped, especially if you're going through a state where you're feeling this emotional turmoil because I didn't think my January was going to end. It was the longest month you could imagine. And here I am, you know, sort of coming into the end of March and I feel like a completely different human because I was able to handle this in such a way. Um, And so I I just, I know that this is 100% possible and I want you to know that too. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you like this podcast, leave me a review and share it with any women in your life that you think need to hear it. If you don't already follow me, go over to Instagram, 
Surge Conditioned by Katie. Make sure you follow me. You're part of this community. If you're interested in working with me, look, I have so many different ways you can work with me from one-on-one coaching to small group to master classes that I host and everything in between. The best way you can find out what's going on in the Conditioned by Katie world is to either follow me on Instagram or sign up for my newsletter on my website. That's going to give you all the updated info and a lot of other fun things every single week. But look, I'm just so happy you're here. I'm happy you're part of this community. Keep showing up, keep growing with me, and keep being you.